an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. Under the old oak tree is Sky and Tandy. A short distance away is Sunrise, the leopard, with his body lying full length across a branch, legs hanging down. His last meal close by him, a young springbok. Tandy is awaiting the birth of a new set of cubs, hoping a daughter or two is on the way. For Sky, he does not bother himself with that nonsense. The safety of his family is what matters. With Kefor and Scarface, an angel of death, making plans to take over the pride, he would need to make sure that his whole pride is loyal to him, including Luazi. And her group of sisters, Lerato, Sindisiwe, Ntokosa, Lakona, Nandi. Sky will soon meet with a crew of females to determine if they are on his side. As for now, Lerato and Sindisiwe have moved off, and Sky has no knowledge of where they are at present. His hope is that they have not joined Scarface and Angel of Death. This would be very soul-destroying that some members have changed alliances and broken up his family. Way up in the trees, I say no food to be had, as these cats are really lazy, old boy. Reply comes back. So true, being a vulture these days is hard work. At one stage, Angel of Death kept us happy with leftovers virtually every day. I recall our last meal being two weeks ago. Reply comes back. Are you sure? Seems longer than that, old boy. Maybe we're in the wrong pride and need to try Sky and his crew of ladies. Surely they must hunt for food. Back at Bob's home where an argument had broken out between the two star-struck lovers, Dean and Linda, as Bob makes his way in through the front door. A tall man comes towards Bob and introduces himself as Dean. I hope one day we will be friends, Mr. Winters. Myself and Linda are about to have a child, and we will be together no matter what, said Dean firmly. Well, the child needs to come first before anything else, but your relationship with my wife ends here. Do you understand? Now please leave, replies Bob. I don't think so, Mr. Winters. I do not intend leaving. I will stay in Peter's room until we are married, for now. You are the one that needs to leave now replies Dean. This is my property and it is in my name. As you are well aware, Linda had died in an accident, or that's what I had come to understand, until Officer Kemp's investigation showed that my life was a total sham due to some harebrained scheme masterminded by my brother Fred. An attorney, who I shall not name, did an estate transfer that places the house firmly in my name only. In simple terms, I own a 100% share in the property, Bob replies. A soft voice behind Dean confirms that what Bob has stated is indeed true. Linda continues, I am the person that Bob married all those years ago. 
but in terms of the law, technically, I am no longer his wife. We would need to remarry. That is what I intend doing. Stop arguing with me over this. Yes, we have a child, and he or she will be looked after by me and Bob. Sure, you will have a part to play. Bob. Thank you, my dear. I thought our relationship was over. I love you, Linda. Come, give me a hug. She runs over to Bob, pushing Dean against the table and knocking the table lamp to the floor. If you wish to support my channel and get extra content, you can go to Richard RMN Storyteller on Patreon and become a patron where you will get extra content. So join me there. Thank you. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.